This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've got Super Mick Arteta. He knows exactly what we need. Zinni at the back. Gabby in the tack. Arsenal on the way to Premier League. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well after Arsenal have beaten Chelsea 1-0 in what was something that was nothing personal. It was just a lovely day out in West London for the Gunners. Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, brilliant things. Really, really happy. Uh, there are a few things in life that I can appreciate more than a victory against Chelsea. It means the absolute world. Uh, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, mainly because a, it's great to be top of the Premier League again. Two, because, you know, we've all got those cocky Chelsea supporting friends. We've all got them. So it's always good to get one over there. And uh, when it comes at the expense of that lot, it's great. You know, 13, 13, is it 13 points? Or I think it's 13 points clear we are now of them, which is, again, absolutely insane. And I'm doing a Raw Reactions just a couple of hours after it's finished. Not only that, but I'm doing this just as Manchester United have lost to Unai Emery, which is in itself brilliant as well. Liverpool beaten, Spurs beaten, Chelsea away, beaten. Crystal Palace away, beaten. Brentford beaten away from home. And yet Arsenal still not still not given the credit, still not being given um, <laughs> the opportunity to be given the credit that they absolutely deserve at this stage. It's been a brilliant day. Uh, I haven't got a PowerPoint for you because I haven't had time because I've literally only just finished up uh, work, which it was a great pleasure to cover the game at Football.London. Um, was doing it from home today, which has been a different experience, to be honest, because I've been going to so many of the games that, of course, covering one of them from home has been a bit of a difference. Uh, the last one I did was the PSVOA game 
but uh, being able to genuinely like uh, viscerally celebrate uh, has been something I've missed to being able to do actually because you can't do that when you're sitting in the press box so yeah um, but yeah sorry no powerpoints no specific points to go through this will be certainly more off the cuff and certainly with the help of you guys in the chat box as well we'll be talking to you plenty uh, let's quickly just tackle this uh, super chat from uh, FTL Gunnar Craig TC it's nothing personal but we are top of the league say we are top of the league <laughs> hope you're good my friend I am very good very very good uh, indeed very very happy absolutely Let's um, let's get into kind of my reaction, and then we'll we'll talk to you guys. It wasn't exactly a amazing watch. I'll be very honest. It was frustrating. It was annoying. It was um, it was a dominant display. We absolutely dominated Chelsea. There was no doubt in my mind that you know that the better team on the day was us. But you know there was also frustrations. I think that we weren't able to take the opportunities that fell to us. Gabriel Jesus had some really good opportunities that he couldn't take. Chelsea looked dangerous, and had they made some different decisions, potentially the game could have even been different. You know, if Havertz had just cut the ball back to Aubameyang in the first moments, we could have easily been 1-0 down. Um, so there were chances for Chelsea to, to take. And had we not have had that bit of fortune, really, to to see the wrong decisions made by their forward players, then uh, it could have been all very different. But we absolutely were dominant. We absolutely deserved this win. And we were spectacular uh, in what we needed to do defensively. I thought defensively, it was probably one of our best, if not the best performance of the season. William Saliba was rightly given the man of the match. But alongside him, Gabriel, who I continue to back, continue to try and highlight to people to say, watch these games, watch his performances. I think this was probably Gabriel's best performance, potentially, in an Arsenal shirt from a defensive standpoint. He was unreal, which goes to show how good William Saliba, of course, still is, considering he was rightly given man of the match as well. They were just so good. Ben White, I think that, Don, you're absolutely right to point out all three of them. Ben White was unbelievably good on the right-hand side for us. Love the little nutmeg and then dribble. Could have done more, maybe. I love William Saliba on the right-hand side when he took players on, took past a few, and then tried to create an opportunity, winning a corner, I think. That was also... Oh, did he win a corner? I think it was a more of a lengthy cross that could have been better, actually. But, yeah, again unreal so good um Zinchenko coming into the starting lineup which was a little bit potentially of a surprise heard about it a little bit before the game and uh, I was intrigued to see what the reaction would be I think Kieran Tinney playing the whole game on Thursday night probably counted against him and also the fact that you know I remember the game at Old Trafford I think it was that Zinchenko was a little bit of a doubt and yet was brought straight back into the team for that game I thought Zinchenko was great positionally tactically stylistically he just does everything that Mikel Arteta wants the left back to do he does everything in those moments that we want to see from him so that was also fantastic as well granite jacker <laughs> honestly i just love this guy <laughs> he absolutely just he's he's so he's the absolute kind of the example player of an arsenal fan now playing for the club i wish i'd have got an answer from him when i asked him that question a while ago about does he play now kind of like with the arsenal stamp on his forehead because it certainly feels like he's playing with that stamp of Arsenal on him. And next to him, Thomas Partey was a world-class performer today. Just just absolutely dominant, clinical in terms of the way in which he, he dealt with situations, the right pass, the right turn. There's only one time he ever put my heart in my mouth, which was right at the end when he did that little back heel and then pass out. I thought that was a bit risky. But other than that, really really strong uh, from Thomas Partey. Martin Odegaard was probably the quieter of our outfield players, but I think still integral. This is one of those games where I think you need to go back and watch 
what Erdegaard does in the game to be kind of appreciative of how he works the Arsenal system, the quick turns, the quick passes, the turnovers, the ticking of the play going forwards. He's always really keen to get involved and be key in those positions and in those games. And I think sometimes these games he gets wrongly criticised for. Definitely could have scored, should have scored, arguably as well. It's where I'd like him to be more confident on his right foot. Um, but certainly was an unsung hero, I think, as Dom again says in the chat box. Pointing out some good things there, Dom, in the chat today. Forward line, Bakaya Saka. I'll come back to Bakaya Saka, actually, because I want to talk a little bit about him in a more dedicated fashion. Gabriel Jesus, again, didn't score, which I think makes it nine. Is it nine games in a row now he's not scored? However... So key, so incredibly important in what everything he did for that game. And I don't think, you know, that we have the performance that we have without what Gabriel Jesus does on the pitch in those games. Tracking back, defending, getting involved. If you compare his performance to, oh, what's his name? That guy who was playing up front for Chelsea. Who? Obama who? What was his name? I can't remember. <laughs> it's nothing personal. Um but I, I just, uh, when you compare the two performances, despite both strikers not scoring, the difference in application in the game was just so much clearer and so much more important when you see what Jesus brings to that Arsenal forward line. Absolutely. Um, and then Gabriel Martinelli, really a big threat on that left-hand side. I thought he would be. That was the kind of key prediction at the start of the game. How would Gabriel Martinelli work into things, taking players on? Created a great chance for Jesus that should have been scored in the first half really should have been scored in the first half. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, honestly, I really, really love when Gabriel Martinelli has these types of games. Even when he didn't score or get an assist, it's those types of games where he just looks so dangerous and like his game's going to that next level. That's what I love about Martinelli in those types of games. And lastly, Bakaya Saka got the assist. Great corner, despite the fact that our corners up to that point had been pretty darn terrible. All of our set pieces have been really poor from that point. I think Nicholas Jova was probably pulling his hair out at that point. But somehow the irony fell our way and we get a goal from a corner. Uh, hilarious. If you haven't gone and watched Mark Kukurea's defending from that corner, go and do it. It's definitely worth your time. It will give you a giggle. Uh, but Bakaya Saka... The reason why I wanted to focus on him specifically before I then jump into the chat box with you guys is I'm so sick and tired of him being refereed differently. He just is. There's no debate anymore. We've monitored this for weeks. We've watched it for weeks. He gets kicked and he doesn't get any reward or any fouls or any free kicks given toward him. It's a load of BS, to be frank. It is absolute BS that he does not get given the, the, the same kind of treatment as your Harry Kane's of this world. You know, Harry Kane can do no wrong in the eyes of officials, whereas Bakaya Saka genuinely gets given nothing. Nothing. It's just so funny. I just find it so funny that uh, we're in a situation where it's so obvious that a player like Bakaya Saka is now being treated differently. So obvious. Anyway. Oh, that's enough about that. Enough about moaning. That's the only moan I've got of the entire game is just Bakaya Saka um, being what he is. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I love that we still get people trolling in the chat box. It's so funny because, again, their time goes to us. Their Remember, guys, one life. You get one life. That's it. When it's done, it's done. And so when you spend those moments of your life, on things. The fact that you've dedicated, invested some time, the trolls, the Chelsea fans, the Spurs fans that drop into our chat boxes now and again, that one life that you get, it's gone to us. Thank you guys. Really, really appreciate that. Anyway, let's jump into the chat box and get some of your thoughts and feelings about what 
we can expect or what you're feeling and thought thoughting thoughting is definitely not a word what you're thinking uh about the results and about uh potentially what this means for the season going forwards i started off the show of course with a rather ironic um tongue-in-cheek tune uh, of changing the champions league song to is it now the premier league that we're looking to aim for i was doing the arsenal way show umar chowdhury absolutely believes that we are uh, going towards a champ, uh, a title challenge this season. I still can't find myself being able to jump on that bandwagon just yet. I nearly tweeted it a couple of times. I just can't find myself doing it. I'm very much a person who believes superstitiously in certain things. And I don't want to tempt fate, so maybe that's it. Um, Kukurea's handball. I see a lot of people talking about Kukurea's handball. I didn't think it was a penalty. I'm just going to put that out there. I think he handballs it outside the box. The frustration is why on earth was it not given as a free kick? Why is it not given as a foul? How is it not given? I feel like referees in those moments are leaning on VAR to get that right. No, you should make the call. If you think that that's a free kick, if you think that's, um, if you think it's a penalty, make the call. Don't lean on handball being given by VAR because, you know, if that's not given, Chelsea might get an opportunity, you know, things could have gone differently. In reality, we should have been given at minimum a free kick outside the box Maximum, of course, a wrongly given penalty that would have then been changed by VAR. But it's just really frustrating uh, to see those things not given uh, in the moment. And I feel like referees are leaning on uh, VAR to make the right call for them. Um, let's go to Dave says the XG stats were crazy. Uh, I haven't actually been on XG philosophy yet. Let me have a quick look. Really good account, by the way, if you don't follow them. Uh, the XG philosophy, let's have a quick check. Uh, what was the Arsenal one? Chelsea, 0.24. <laughs> Arsenal, 2.38. Dominance defined. Dominance defined. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to... Mohamed says, fantastic win and performance. We should have killed the match with the second goal. Many good chances wasted. Must be more clinical, but happy with this great win. We continue working and winning. Absolutely well summed up, for sure. Uh, Ian says, watch out for Newcastle. We have to get in the top four. Newcastle could be getting it before Chelsea, Liverpool and Man United. If they get Champions League, my goodness, with the money, they could do a madness. Uh, let's go to Omar. It says, 4 a.m. kickoff here in L.A., where I moved three weeks ago. Congratulations on your move, Omar. Um, got up hours before the game, 8, 10 a.m. now, and I'm here watching this man energized by my team winning. <laughs> Jabu says, Tom, my brother, we are cooking with gas. Absolutely. Uh, John says, Tom, what a week. Uh, 40K subs and making Chelsea look like a bang average championship team. You know, they we did make them look that way, but let's be real. They are a bang average championship team. Uh, Milin says, this game just showed why Arteta got rid of Aubameyang. Arsenal no longer keeps one-trick ponies. I wrote in my piece, it's going out tomorrow morning in the winners and losers. I think it was quite poetic, actually, that you look at, the one side, you've got Chelsea, who I genuinely believe to be a side still very much on the down slope. I don't think necessarily they're going to see a, a significant change all that quickly in their fortunes from the end of Thomas Tuchel's reign. I think Graham Potter's going to need time to turn things around. But similar to when Arteta took over, I think first it's a continual slide before maybe things start to get better. I see a lot of similarities there. But you see Arsenal now overtaking Chelsea. You see them 13 points ahead of Chelsea in the table and you see their striker symbolically isolated and a fixture of an arsenal of old you know what's quite funny as well is that we've gone to Chelsea and lost games where we had David Luiz and Petr Cech taking Chelsea's cast-offs Chelsea's flops Chelsea's 
you know, done withs, if you like. And whilst I like, I liked David Luiz. I think he was an okay investment and did decent for us. You know, when you sign players from a Premier League side that aren't starting for them, you know, that aren't getting into a side that are just around the top four spot. And I know you can make comparisons to Jesus and Zinchenko, but let's be real. Zinchenko probably would be playing for City this season. It's only Erling Haaland that's pushed out Gabriel Jesus. It's a very different situation. Now Chelsea are taking Arsenal's past and we are moving towards a different future. And I think that was very, very telling indeed. Uh, Alpha says, I'm still running around the house. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Aubameyang, eight touches, three passes completed, zero shots on target, nothing personal indeed, nothing at all. Uh, Macken, thank you so much for joining up as a member. Really appreciate the support to the channel. I'm sure that the members are already welcoming you into the TGT family. Three points as they show us the table. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will show you the Premier League table. If I just go on the Premier League website, I think this looks so much better than it does showing it on Google. Right, let's uh, let's have a look. Uh, let's jump over and uh, look at the Premier League table. Share my screen. How do I do this? Chrome tab, Premier League. Boom! Oh, look how, look how nice it is. <laughs> Arsenal sits up at the table, two points clear of Manchester City. Just seven points clear of Newcastle in third, although they, of course, uh, Arsenal have played a game less. That game is against Man City. Uh, Spurs still have to play Liverpool uh, at the time of recording this video. That will kick off at half past, which will be wrapping up at that time. Uh, Man United, 23 points. They are 11 points now behind Arsenal in fifth. That's key. 11 points from Arsenal to fifth. That is very, very important. I know that we're thinking about Premier Leagues, and I want to think about Premier Leagues, trust me. But still, important to point out that we are 11 points clear of fifth. Um, Brighton, who are having a brilliant season. It'll be an intriguing game on Wednesday in the Carabao Cup. 21 points. Chelsea on seventh, 21 points. Fulham, is that... Really? Fulham? Fulham and eighth with 19 points. I didn't even think that they were there. They've really sneaked up the table. Palace, big win today. Uh, last minute winner against West Ham United. 19 points. Patrick Vieira, shout out. Liverpool in 10th can go up to uh, eighth with a win against Spurs. Hopefully they can get that. You know, I'd quite happily rather Liverpool won than Spurs. People would say they want to draw. I want Liverpool to win that. Uh, Brentford's 16 points. Leeds, 15 points. Uh, so, yeah, some big things. Forest, Wolves, Southampton, all in big, big trouble. And, of course, Arsenal go to Wolves in their next game. So, really, really uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing a big, big win. That would be much appreciated. Uh, Macken says, I've been listening for a long time. Went to the Emirates on Thursday for the first time and now a member of the best Arsenal channel. Congrats, Tom, on 40K. That's very kind of you, mate. I really appreciate it. I'm very magn magn uh, magnanimous. That's the word I want um, with that. But I really appreciate it. Very, very kind indeed. Addicted says, I'm here live. Let's go. We were immense today. So proud of the boys. Starting to believe. Come on, you gooners. Uh, and Steve, I absolutely agree with you, mate. Fulham deserved a point against City. Uh, Alex says, Aubameyang has embarrassed himself this whole last year, whereas Lacazette will be remembered kindly. Aubameyang has sourced the soured, sorry, the good times. Uh, did you see, has everyone seen him liking a Troops' tweet? Uh, Troops tweeted saying it's nothing personal with a picture of him and Gabriel. Gabriel, the picture I've used in the thumbnail for this video. We've seen that. He liked the picture. Uh, you know, if I was a Chelsea fan, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. 
That's really imagine if that was our striker. He was our striker. I'm so glad we don't have him anymore. I'm so glad. I'm very thankful for what he did. I'm just so glad that we don't have him anymore because I think we needed to move on to a different level. I think we needed to move on to a new step. And I think that we are doing that. And I think that we didn't have the ability to do that with him as our striker. And uh, I'm so glad that we have the squad, the team, the 11 that we do right now. Um, Dave says, agree. Aubameyang's 92 goals have been quickly forgotten. He wanted to be a legend and now he's anything but. Um, Patrick Roberts, big up, Tom. Sweet victory. It looks much better from the top. Nothing personal. Come on, you gooners. Uh, Aubameyang is definitely blue tonight, says James. Uh, Nav says, yeah, that's cool, bro. I'm just downloading the Discord app now and I'm going to get it set up. Fantastic stuff. If you would like to join our Discord server, which is basically like our live chat, but 24-7, link to becoming a member is down in the description and then just go to the community tab, a link to the uh discord is there for our expert and tgt ambassador members uh let's go to tulip who says hey tom if it meant you get a check tattoo and we win the league this season would you do it so i have to get a tattoo of petter check to give arsenal a league yeah there are a few things i don't think i would not have to give arsenal a league win arsenal comes i was gonna say first then i'm just not aware the missus is downstairs arsenal comes Joint first <laughs> It's the political answer. Um, a better you says, Tom, your positivity used to get annoying back last year, but you were ahead of the curve. Look, um, you know, I'm going to be very honest. I think that last, when I was, you know, we're really backing Arteta when we were like 15th in the league in the 2021 season. I absolutely understand why people found, people. some people would have found that annoying. And I look back on that and said, I think I was too kind. I think I was too optimistic. And I don't think I maybe was objective enough. I think I was a bit blinded by my absolute desperation to see Arteta succeed. I'm so happy he is. And I think that that crashed quite hard after the Villarreal game. So I can absolutely understand why maybe some people found it annoying. And I can only apologise for me not being objective enough during those moments. I don't think it was me being ahead of the curve. I'll be very honest. I don't think it was me being ahead of the curve at all. I think I was being more desperately wanting Arsenal to go and, you know, win and, and to go and be something that they ultimately ended up not being in that moment. But we might be now. And that's what's really key. But I'm sorry you found it annoying. Uh, I kind of agree that and I understand maybe why you were. Um, Macken says, Gabby in the back, Gabby and Gabby in attack. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. MJ10 says, I only wish Smith Rowe was part of this winning team right now. Imagine being able to bring him off the bench when you're already starting Saka, Jesus and Martinelli. I, I think the best way to look at it, MJ, is to go, how amazing is it that we've got Smith Rowe to come? How great is that? We, we are a Smith Rowe down. We've only just got Zinchenko and Elneny back. It's 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 a positive. I look at it as a positive. Think about what how we can get more from this team, how we can change things in a game with Smith Rowe back. That's going to be great. And hopefully after having the surgery, who can kind of, you know, establish himself in the side more for the long term. It's going to be a tough challenge, a real tough challenge. But hopefully you won't have these injuries holding him back now. That's what's the most important thing. Um, let's go to uh, Arteta's in deeper than an ocean says FIFA Mobile strange one uh, Fouad says what I love about this team is that we create shed loads of chances compared to last year which is the hardest part to do if we keep working on the finishing and bring some killers watch out uh, January is going to be big 
January has to be an opportunity that we take at Arsenal for ne- for the second half of the season. It absolutely needs to be something that we jump on the back of. Uh, otherwise, we will be frustrated that we can't do that. Um, Hamster <laughs> says, not convinced by Arteta. We haven't beaten anyone above us yet. So true. I, I You know, get back on the Arteta out train. <laughs> Till he beats someone above us. That's what we've got to do. You know, in all seriousness, I think that we know that if we want to be title challengers, when that Man City game rolls around, whenever they're going to put it, potentially in January, you know, we need to win it. We need to beat them. We need to beat City. And if we don't beat City... We aren't going to be title. We aren't going to win the title. That's as simple as that. To win the title, we are going to have to win that game. I don't mean draw that game. I don't mean take points off them in that game. We are going to have to beat them. And so we have to keep winning for now, keep this run going, keep this momentum going forwards. But we absolutely need to beat Man City. That's going to be the challenge is, you know, in one of the two games, we'll have to beat them. It might mean that we can drop points away at City this season. But if we want to win the league, we're going to have to beat City. And that is a very, 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 very big ask. But take nothing away from the fact that we've beaten Chelsea, beaten Liverpool, beaten Spurs. And the challenges that have come our way, we have passed, you know, with flying colours. And the the challenges we haven't passed, that the Man United of this world, we were the better team in that game. We should have beaten Southampton. We could have more points this season. I think that's very, very clear, is we could still have won those two games. And we were the better team in those two games, even when we dropped points. And in games where we weren't the better team, such as Leeds, we still managed to win. We still managed to pick up the points. Uh, And that in itself is something that title challenges do. So, yeah, really, really happy indeed. Uh, Matthew says, Tom, was that Partey's best performance in an Arsenal shirt? It's up there. I know I'll have to really think about other performances, but I really enjoyed the, the, the Leicester performance. I really enjoyed the Bournemouth performance. I think in those games, uh, Leicester, I think it was last season, was it? But the Bournemouth game away from home this season is one of my favourite games of watching Partey. Uh, really underrated display. Um, but, of course, this was against a much bigger team today. Uh, and, again, absolutely smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. Uh, Vlad says, what is very satisfying, even that Man United game, is that we are going into every match looking to impose our game, regardless of the opponent, whether it's home or away. We've gone to Chelsea before. You know, think back to the Chelsea game of last season, which is less than, is it less than six? No, it must be more than six months. Seven months around that? Seven months since that Chelsea game, where we won, but we won on the counter. We won playing, uh, you know, feeding off of mistakes with Nketiah up front. Think of the difference between that game and this one. And that shows you the growth, the improvement in such a short period of time. That's a really, I think, great example of, hopefully anyway, uh, a team that is is really showing itself on the up and the improvement as well. Um yeah. Anyway, uh, slightly shorter show, uh, but of course, I've got stuff to do. I'm out this evening, going to be uh, enjoying the evening very much so. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for uh, the Arsenal News Show. I'll be breaking this game down even more, reacting to what will be hopefully a positive game for Arsenal for Liverpool versus Spurs. We'll be reacting to that even more and getting more thoughts from Mikel Arteta uh, in the press conference as well. So I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you enjoy your evening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Do drop a like on the video. Do do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. I will see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. Unlucky Chelsea. Unlucky guys.
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.